0: Hanniger going back. He's at the track, right to the wall. He will turn and watch it fly. And there's the first run of 2019. A tremendous shot off the bat of Steven Piscotti.
1: It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show.
0: And welcome back for Towney and for Vince and Ray. Ken Korak, the Red Sox prevail. They win their first game of the series. They beat the A's by the count of 6-3 to three with a three-run top in the ninth inning. Marco Estrada, the A's starter, allowed three runs, two earned runs in five in the third innings. And still, the A's starters over this uh, homestand, and this was game seven, have given up just three earned runs and really deserved a better fate because the A's should have turned a double play on Devers' ball in the sixth inning. And uh, Rodney allowed four hits, charged with three runs in the ninth inning But the ball that uh, was hit by Swihart Uh, to the right side that Jerickson Profar tried to make kind of a stabbing backhanded play on a ball that could have been played. It was ruled a hit, which was the right scoring decision. But look back, it was a play that that certainly could have been made there. And so, as it turned out, the Red Sox put three runs on the board in the ninth inning, all the runs charged to Fernando Rodney. Meanwhile, the A's offensively couldn't get anything going after Luriano's home run, in the fourth inning, which gave the A's a 3-0 lead because after that, the A's had just one hit. It was Simeon's single in the eighth, although the A's looked for a second like they had taken the lead on what had been ruled initially an infield single by Luriano scoring Simeon, but then replay confirming that the call was missed at first base and that Luriano was out on the throw by the shortstop Holt, and that was pretty much all she wrote for the A's who drop it by the count of 6-3, but the A's still have a chance to complete a great home stand. If they win tomorrow, they win the series three games to one, and they would complete a 6-2 and homestand, the twelve-thirty-five game tomorrow, the Battle of Lefties, Anderson for the A's, Rodriguez for the Red Sox. So 6-3 Boston. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage when the A's Clubhouse show continues.
2: Welcome back to the Treehouse here after the Athletics lose this one to the Boston Red Sox. It is the A's clubhouse show. We'll be taking your phone calls at 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Ken Korak joins us once again. Ken, at one point this game, Looked pretty good for the A's. We know what the starting pitching's been giving the A's. They were up 3 nothing heading into the fifth inning and hoping to see Estrada get through and uh, get through the sixth unharmed. It wouldn't happen, and everything really kind of, Swihart hit the jack in the fifth, but you're fine with that. It's a solo. You're up 3-1, but it really kind of fell apart there in the sixth inning.
0: Well, they had a chance to turn a 4-6-3 double play and escape the inning without a run scoring, but... Profar's throw was over the head of Simeon and Marcus had no chance at open the gates and then really as it turned out after the Red Sox had tied the game uh, Chapman made a great play on Nunez's ball and Wendelkin yes. kept it a tie game but you're right uh, they had a nice little thing uh, going there with a 3-0 lead they didn't do really anything offensively after Luriano's homer and you know Marco Estrada did his job Chris you can't complain about what he did after all he allowed just two hits in five and a third
2: innings Now, you're really unlucky, and that's just part of the game, is when a ball hits off a bag with Mookie Betts in the ninth inning where he had two runners on. And obviously, if it doesn't hit the bag, you're going to have a backhand there by Chapman, arguably the strongest arm of any third baseman. It would have been an interesting play because Mookie Betts flies down the line. Good chance that you get out of that. But really, the play that gets me on this one, fair or not, Is Swihart once again rips a shot at second base, and we got a little of the Olay selection out out of Profar, really, and that's a ball you got to get in front of, you got to knock it down, you got to make the out, and and that that the inning would have been far different again.
0: Right, and it's a play that he certainly could have made. There's no doubt, and you can't argue the scoring decision is right. It's a base hit, uh, and Jim Young made the right call. But yeah, you're right, and uh, Jerickson's going to have to make some of those plays, Chris, because. Uh, so far, he's, he's had a tough start to the season, and you just hope that uh, the offense doesn't uh, transfer out to uh, the defensive side of things, that he stays with his um, concentration out there, and I, I do think that Chapman makes the play on bets. and you know we see Matt so often, I think he he backhands and throws him out, well, you don't know, I mean, as you said, Betts can really run, but uh, those are the breaks of the game, and uh, that kind of stuff's going to happen, and uh, the Red Sox got a good break there, and I'm sure from their standpoint, they're saying, you know, we kinda we kind of needed something like that because they had really stumbled out of the out of the blocks this year.
2: And I say a positive, and, and whenever we're seeing Loreano make contact, that's a positive. And the average is still way down. He's got a long way to go to bring it up, but I, I'll tell you, and we're going to hear it right here, this home run he hit in the fourth inning, I you know, we have now seen two absolute monster shots. The first one that we saw was in the third inning of the first game uh, of, of this series against Boston where the A's won 7-0. And it was a bomb to center field. And we saw it again tonight in the fourth inning. Another bomb by Loriano. And a breaking ball to Loriano. He slams it to center. Back goes Bradley to the track. And man, is it gone. Almost
3: got the sweets to dead center. Ramon Laureano barrels one up on Ivaldi with a man aboard and it's 3-0 Oakland. Laureano making this series his own first with the arm
2: and now with the bat again as he did against David Price in the first game of the series. He is starting to be noticed Ken and I can tell you listening to an ESPN podcast today it was said on this podcast that he has the strongest arm in baseball And you think he's just played 57 games, and to have people who are stationed in the East Coast who don't get to watch a lot of late-night West Coast baseball, and they already know after 57 games he has the strongest arm in baseball. Uh, This kid's impressing a lot of people. It's been a highlight reel so
0: far, and the two home runs were really, as as Vince described it, almost to the sweets up there, almost the same spot. Needs better play discipline. He struck out on a breaky ball that was outside in the second, Cade on a breaky ball in the dirt in the sixth inning. So when he becomes the complete package, he'll lay off pitches like that, 14 strikeouts and no walks. But uh, the kid, every I mean, people who've, who've listened to us know that, you know, I think he has a chance to really be a great player.
2: You know what's so funny is we talk about all the time, especially, you know, the past couple nights about how it's cold and, you know, it's it's it's. You pitch here, and if you're a fly ball pitcher like Estrada or Fires or whatever, it's tough to hit that. But Ace players, they make this place at times look small. It's amazing the true power that's on this ball club.
0: Well, they've hit 14 home runs, right? This was game number nine, and that's not bad, 14 in nine games.
2: No doubt about it, but we'll get to the other highlights. and Unfortunately, they're not going to be good ones, and Swihart, he got to Estrada in the fifth.
0: Now the pitch is out. Deep drive into right center. Luriotta going back. away oh, back. He will turn, and that one is gone. That ball was hit right on the button and almost right over the 388 mark, and the Red Sox are on the board on a home run by Blake Swihart. And the is lead is
2: 3-1. They would score two more in the sixth, and then Mookie Betts would do this in the ninth.
0: And once again, the 3-2 on the way is the ground ball hits the
2: third-base bag, goes over Chapman's head, two runs are going
0: to score, and Betts goes to second, and the Red Sox take a 5-3 lead. I think Matt was going to make that play. Back a third, he was shading over there. He, he's just so good and so agile and quick, but it literally hit the third-base bag.
2: Yeah, that's just an unlucky break for the Athletics, and I think you knew right then that uh, – this game was over, Ken, and right now you're still in a position. Tomorrow you come out and you get the victory, and you take three of four from the Boston Red Sox. And if you would have said three or four from the Red Sox, I think everybody would, would have took that.
0: And six and two on the homestand. So that would be a great start to the campaign. It would really wash away the memories of the two games in Tokyo, and the A's would be six and four after ten games. If you win tomorrow, that would still be a very good start for this club.
2: Well, sweet dreams, and before you know it, Ken, sleep you're going to be back here. <laughs>
0: sleep fast, as they say, Mr. Townsend. We'll see you tomorrow morning.
2: All right, buddy. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. We love day baseball. We all love day baseball, but it's 1043. Heck, we're not going to be done here with uh, the A's Clubhouse Show probably till around 1130, and by the time you get home and uh, quick sleep, and uh, we're going to be back at it with – a's total access but that's the life of the big leagues coming up next we'll continue talking about this game and dissecting it and taking your phone calls at 510-897-1322 that's 510-897-1322 a's with the loss to the red sox six to three we talk about right here on the a's clubhouse show on the a's radio network Yeah, you just heard the little girl talking about A's stomping ground. It's legit. I'm so jealous of you young parents because that would have been perfect for me like five, six years ago. The Townsend family would have been all over that. I even told Dave Cavill that. I'm like, oh, man, if you guys would have done this years ago, would have been perfect. Now, my kids are a little old for that now. But for you young parents, the fact that you have a safe place, number one, that's always the number one thing. And I, I actually talked to a couple of parents tonight who had their children with them, and they were heading over there. They came by to say hello to us at Treehouse. Always come by and say hello. We love it. But they talk, I said, you know what, you guys, it's great because your kids are safe, you can see the game, and you can have a libation. What a, I mean, that's perfect, right? It's absolutely perfect. So, A Stomping Ground for all families. You got to make sure you check it out. All right, the number is 510 897 1322. That's 510 897 1322. We are going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're going to hear from Marco Estrada. And we'll see what other interviews we can get for you. Let's see who is going to lead us off tonight. Let's go to Gene from Oakland. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show.
4: Hey, Tony. Thanks for taking my call.
3: Just coming from the game with my son. Watched uh, behind uh, the Red Sox uh, dugout was surrounded by Boston fans. Uh, (laughs) But it was a great game until uh, until that Profar era. Um, You know, a couple of suggestions or things to ponder. Uh, Profar, I don't know whether he's pressing too much or what. The best two games he's been primarily responsible for us losing now. And at the, and he just looks totally out of sync at the plate. You know, maybe you need, they need to sit him down for a while. Maybe put Barretto in there. And secondly, uh, you know, Fernando Rodney, you had a nice career, but maybe it's time to call it quits. So that's all I got.
2: Wow. <laughs> okay. That's some heavy stuff right there. Um yeah, Profar looks lost kind of all over. I mean, that's just it's being fair. I mean, you know, that ball that he threw in the sixth inning to Marcus Simeon at second base, that wasn't even close. Now, to be fair in Tokyo, when you really went back so so here's the deal in Tokyo. They didn't turn a double play, and it cost them the game. And it was the last game in extra innings and we landed, and when I got back to the house on the MLB network, the game was being played. So I actually watched the end of the play again, and I noticed it was kind of a – to me, it's a combo blame. Marcus Simeons, you know, when you're a shortstop and you get it and you're that close, you want to throw a nice – underhand right to the glove kind of like a softball pitcher kind of a bullet and so you're in rhythm for that double play well Marcus threw it too high and it took Profar out of his rhythm as he's trying to turn the double play and then he throws the ball high to first base safe run scored there you go and it looked like a oh, bad throw by Profar but it's kind of a combo blame there because Marcus need to throw it a little with a little more velocity right at the glove like a softball pick get it to it Get it to him and not loft it up like that. Today, uh, that's all you know. Pro far, the air, the air was bad, and I think everybody is going to know that this air was not very good in the sixth inning. And then the ball—I mean, let's face it—you get Nunez gets the base hit, then he gets caught stealing. You got Holt strikes out. Swyart hit the ball hard, but you can't lay that into into a backhand. You've got to knock that ball down, if not take it off your chest and pick it up and throw the guy out. That's one of the that's one of the things about second base is that you have time because you have the short throw. If you can knock it down in front of you, you usually can get the guy. He's not going to beat it out. I mean, yeah, fast the guy. If a ball hit that hard, you take it off the chest, and it falls in front of you. And by the time you pick it up, that guy's nowhere even near first base. You should get that guy every time. But you lay it like that, and you try and do the old backhand, and you miss it. I understand why he was given a hit, but this is the big leagues. Actually, we have just been uh, sent jerks and Profar, so we'll see what he has to say after the game about it. But it was not a great game for him whatsoever, and he's not the only guy struggling when you start looking at average. I mean, Loreano's hitting a buck 61. Good to see him hit the home run, though. Uh, Kendry's Morales is now at 214. Chris Davis is at 212. Steven Piscotti is at 200. The power's great. 14 home runs so far, nine games, but not a whole lot of, not a whole lot of contact. And that's where you start looking at the A's so far. You could basically call them a, a three true outcome team as it's either a home run, walk, or a strikeout. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. eight nine seven one three two two. Let's go to Angry, who's heading back home to Santa Cruz. Go ahead, Angry.
5: You know, I
3: know I, man, I'm so upset. I don't know if I can handle the phone call. I was so. What I'm angry about is we just woke up the Red Sox. They, you're you're watching that game. Their heads are down the whole game. They're we got these guys. We're we're gonna sweep these guys. And now we've just woke him up, and that just really upsets me. As far as pro far, I'm going to date myself here, man. But that was a Steve Sacks throw. I don't know if you remember Steve Sachs. Remember he didn't even throw the ball to first, play, first base for the Dodgers. Oh, man, I, I'm just hoping that's not where that kid's going. And i got to agree with that previous caller, man. Every time I see poor Rodney come in, I'm thinking, we always have some guy like this on the A's. And he comes in, we go, oh, no, here it comes. It's either you shut the TV off if you're home or if you're at the ball game, maybe go up to the bar and get a drink. Because I tell you what, man, that guy, he's a hell of a guy, nice guy, wears his hat real nice. But, man, I think it's it's time for him to call it quits, man. What do you think,
2: Chris? Well, once again, if the play on Swihart in the ninth inning is made, he's back (laughs) in the dugout giving the athletics a chance to – you just – you can't give outs. You can't give outs away. You just can't do it. And angry, what I'm talking about is is after the caught stealing and then the strikeout, it's Swihart hits the ball to Profar, and he backhand tries to backhand it, and they give him the base hit. But if he makes that play, you're out of that inning. If Profar makes that play in the sixth inning, I mean, there's two different plays, and you're like, yeah. It's tough to put it on one guy, but – Rodney would have done his job if you make um, tough plays need to be get, need to be made in the big leagues. Look, I mean, look at Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman makes the tough play. You know, if, if you're going to be one of the better teams in baseball, you got to make these plays. So, I, I know after that, it was it was another base hit, and then I mean, let's face it, Mookie Betts' ball. I would, if I had to put money on it, and I know bets can fly. If that ball doesn't hit the bag and it's going to go right to Chapman's backhand. He's going to throw a laser. That's two different times we're looking at Rodney being out of the being out of the jam. And then actually, and I know I'm kind of all over the place, but even the Jackie Bradley base hit, well that they were shifting. So there was only one infielder. So if we really went back and dissected this outing, the Swideheart play, the Bradley play, and the and the Mookie Betts play all could have been made. All three, there's an excuse why they weren't made, but all of them could have been made. So to really – and I'm not defending Rodney. I'm just telling you what I saw.
3: i tell you, though, man, uh, this is the last team we want to wake uh, wake up, man. They're going to come out tomorrow all confident, all fired up. They've had a rough start of the season. They're the world champs. If, if we just – and maybe it's that earlier profile – Play that's probably the play of the game because that's a double play. uh A's keep a three-one lead. Uh, they stay quiet. They go thinking we can't win in Oakland type thing. And now, now they're fired up, man. Uh, thank goodness they're not coming back again this season.
2: Yeah, appreciate the phone call, and I, I think Angry's right. You don't want to wake these guys up because I can tell you what they've been talking about around the Boston people is like what what is wrong. Yeah, it's early in the season, but. Can't score, can't pitch, doesn't look good. That's what they've been saying. And then all of a sudden, what'd you do? You woke him up, a home runner in the fifth. You make the air. That leads to two runs in the sixth. And then just a wild ninth inning. The number is 510-897-1322. That's 510-897-1322. Let me run that down quickly again. So Nunez leads off with a base hit. He ends up getting caught stealing. Holt strikes out. Swihart hits the ball to second base. I think that play needs to be made. The next guy up is Bradley, and against the shift, hits a ball to the left side, and when there's only one defender over there, is that on Rodney? And then the next batter is Mookie Betts, who's in a battle, 3-2, and hits a hits a two-hopper down the line, or a two-hopper, three-hopper, whatever it was. It hits off the bag and goes over Chapman's head. I mean, that's just unlucky. So, it, it, so to really look at Rodney and say, it's his fault. I mean, the circumstances, if he would have got a help, if he would have got help from defenders, if he got a help from not shifting, if he would have got help from not hitting the bag, Rodney would have got the team back into the dugout tied with a chance to win it in the bottom of the night. That's just a reality. Let's go to Robert in San Leandro. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse show.
6: Hey, how's it going, man? First of all, anybody that trying to put the blame on Ronnie. Shouldn't even be calling to the show. That's the last thing that you can do right now. I know it's early in the season. The one thing that surprised me the most is that we're playing against a defending world champion and the stadium I I see more the section that I was sitting at, I seen more Red Sox fans than I seen Ace fans. It's like where are you guys at? You know? And I know a lot of people don't believe that the energy and the fan support doesn't bring a big aspect to the game but I'm one of those people that
2: I think that when the when the fans are there and they're cheering and they're rooting people on he dropped okay i, I have a policy and i've been using this for years that the whole attendance talk it just it doesn't do anything for me it really doesn't because the people who come to the games, the diehards, they're the ones who listen to this show. They're the ones who call into this show. And I think there's quite a few reasons why attendance is r- looking real low right now. Like I just I just clicked on a game just for chance like t- tonight in Cincinnati. Here you got the Milwaukee Brewers are in Cincinnati brewers are one of the better teams in baseball christian yelich is god i heard he's hitting like 370 since the all-star break last year there was 13,000 there in cincinnati i think for the most part attendance is down in baseball and one of the reasons why i think it's safe to say it's it started so early we're not used to baseball seeing baseball season being at this time it's just, it, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm like, here, here's a game, and here's a game in Cleveland. It's the White Sox in Cleveland. They've got ten thousand there. So all across the board, it's cold around the country. We're not yet. I mean, we're creatures of habit for the most part. And the Final Four hasn't even started yet. That to me is absolutely crazy. That we are going to have. For all teams, obviously the A's, we're gonna have more games than anybody. Um, like Yankee Stadium, 33,000. You go at 33,000, but I think if it's way more than 33,000, I'm just going around through all these attendants. I'm even, I'm not even gonna look at the Marlins because I know what that would be. Uh, I can guarantee you that's gonna be low. So as I'm talking here, I'm just going through uh, MLB.com and through box scores. So if we're looking at Oakland and everybody's saying, "Oh, look at the attendance." You know, I'm looking at attendance around baseball. It's not very good. Why is that? Well, weather, and usually people are not ready for baseball to start at this time of the year. Is that a weak excuse? I don't know. I just, I just, there's something to it that feels odd. Because normally for Boston series, you know, when you say you have, usually you'd have 10,000 Boston fans here alone. Not even the normal Boston fans are showing up. I do not know the answer. Okay, so here's Toronto. In Toronto tonight... There was eleven thousand, so you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of attendances that are very similar to what we're seeing here in Oakland. And once again, I don't I don't play the attendance game. It's 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 bad radio, complaining about it. It is what it is. I do the show for the people who show up, or for the people who like to show up, but for some reason couldn't show up. That's who I do the show for. For people who don't, if people are not going to show up. Put it this way, they won't listen to this show anyway, so why am I going to address them? Why am I going to talk to them? I talk to the audience that I know is listening. Let's pause for station identification right here on the A's radio network. 860 AM, the answer. KTRB San Francisco, radio home of the Oakland
7: Athletics.
2: All righty, we are going to take your phone calls at 510-897-1322. You're going to hear from the skipper. You're going to hear from Marco Estrada. You're going to hear from Jerks and Profar. All coming up right here on the A's Radio Network. Out it goes! Unbelievable!
3: Chris Davis takes the team on his back.
2: This has been the A's Clubhouse
1: Show.
3: Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going.
1: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball. ball
0: hit the center field. Nobody is there. And that means the
1: have won the ball game. You're listening to A's Cast, powered by two men.
2: Hey, we want to thank all the fans for how much you guys are participating with AceCast. You know, this is a a venture we had no, I mean, we really had no clue. We knew it'd be good. Of course we knew it'd be good, but we just didn't know. We're the only team in Major League Baseball who has this, who's allowed to have this. Trust me, even the, I've been told that uh, some Boston Red Sox people want to talk to me about this. Because other people in baseball are like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, this is this is the future. Watch. You're going to have all 30 teams at some point doing this at some point. Watch. It's a copycat league, as they like to say. And there's been hours and hours and hours of you A's fans participating and listening to A's talk, and it's just been fantastic. And tonight we gave away another four seats for tomorrow's game, Diamond Level, and... We allowed everybody to give us ideas of what else do you want to hear. Give us a segment you think would be great. for. We want your participation. We want you to feel like you're a part of it. And you did that tonight, and it was awesome. The number is 510-897-1322. A's with the loss to the Red Sox, 6-3. to Kind of a, a bizarre loss, kind of the way things happened. And uh, things that are the A's strength weren't exactly the A's strength tonight. Let's go to Jim in Oakland. Jim, you're on the A's radio network.
8: Hey yeah you know both losses in this home that can be traced to pro far errors it's really uh, not acceptable let's get pender back in there
2: well yeah i mean i could, I, I i wouldn't be shocked if for the day game tomorrow you you kind of change up the rotation a little bit and you potentially see a chad pender in there because that's the great thing about wouldn't you say about having chad pender is the fact that Chad is a former shortstop, but has shown us as a great athlete, he can play anywhere on the diamond, including second base.
3: Right, and without all the errors.
2: Yeah, errors are something that, and you know, like like there's not going to be a credit to an error uh, today in the, in the ninth inning, but that is just something that, you know, and as you're talking about going back in the, uh, as I like to call the Bible, my score sheet, the error made against Fletcher in Game Five against the Angels, but actually the A's won that game, so you can't. Which loss are you talking about? No,
8: that's the one they lost, six to two, I think. The one they, where he made
2: the error. No, that's he, the made, the air. Lost, he, he made the error. He made the error. They they won that game four to two. Really, I have to check back. Huh? I thought that they were that
8: that was a game that they were leading, and they ended up losing because Profar made an error.
2: No, there was uh, the game. They lost six to two. There was uh, no errors in the ball game.
8: Okay, well, my mistake. But,
2: but yeah, but you I mean, know, it, 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 yeah, I, I I agree. Hey, what what are we talking about here? It, it's the it, it's it's the ninth game of the year. But what this team, what made this team so good and winning ninety seven games, and what makes this team the potential to do that again? maybe not win 97 that's always tough to do but to still win a ton of games and be in the playoff hunt you got to play defense you can't you can't give the world champs extra outs you do that you're going to ignite these bats in this this lineup that's so deep right
8: and you know it took simeon several years to overcome critical errors and now it looks like we're back in the same boat again with maybe with Profar. hopefully not but simeon's cleaned up his game tremendously but Now we got another weak point in the infield.
2: Well, and the thing we thought, and appreciate the phone call, Jim, the thing we thought that would be such a welcome addition because he's such a better athlete than Jed. Because there was balls that just Jed Jed didn't have great range. And at his age, the wear and tear. But the one thing that was good about Jed was Jed could hit, and (laughs) Jed could really hit. And the other thing about him, if you hit the ball at him, he'd make the play. He may not have the greatest range, the old joke you could play in a phone booth, but the one thing you do know, that if you hit the ball at Jed Lowry, he's going to knock this thing down. Well, that's, you know, like that play tonight. That's why it's so tough for everybody to be hard on Rodney. If, if, if defense plays for him, he would have got the third out and he would have been out of there. I mean, this team, every team, I'm not going to say this team, every team, if you're gonna be sex if you're gonna be successful, you gotta be able to play defense. Let's go to Jorge in Oakland. Go ahead, Jorge.
4: What's up, Tommy? Hey man, much love out here, man. Straight to you from the right field Bleachers. You know how we do it. Hey,
2: uh, Yeah, we hey, we, uh, we gotta do we, we gotta do our we gotta do our uh we gotta do our opening shot.
4: Hey, I thought you forgot about that. Hell yeah, we do.
2: What's up <laughs> no. with that? Yeah, I I'm working too much. That's the problem.
4: I know, man. I heard about that, man. You got to slow down a little bit, man. You know, you got to rest a little bit or you're going to get sick like me. But I was still there tonight.
2: What did you see tonight? Hey,
4: uh. Yeah, you, uh, you know where it was. Section 140, 149, baby. You know how we do it. Hey, uh. I was going to say two things, right? Uh, one bad news is that no more h space tonight. Obviously, we all going home tonight. The good thing is our bounce back game is so strong that tomorrow we're going to bounce back so good. Like, I have no doubt about Profar. He needs to shake it off. And, you know, we're going to bounce back tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I think about tomorrow, how big tomorrow can be. Like, you don't like losing this one, obviously, but the fact is tomorrow you win. And if you take – if I would have told you before this series you take three out of four, what would you have said?
4: I'd have been like, ah, I don't know, man. Ah, you know what? Cause, cause you know, the A's history is we're always better at second half of the uh, of the year. But now it's like, holy, holy crap! This is good, this is good baseball we're watching right now.
2: Yeah, no so. doubt about it. And 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 you'd like to see the A's get off to a hot streak, so it's not always. You know, I, I hate the fact that we're always talking about having to climb out of something. I, I, I I'm. I'm over that. I'd like to see a, a, a strong start to the season. And then, you know, because last year you start off slow and then you win all these games and you, you can't lose. You win 97. But what would this team and what would this season be like if you get out to a hot start and you carry that for six months?
4: Man, it will be tremendous. You know, the city of Oakland turns into a baseball town as soon as they the start doing well.
2: And that's why you got Rodriguez up against Anderson tomorrow. By the way, 21 of the 34 total runs this season have been scored via the home run. Wow. I like a lot of home runs. But you think about, I'm going to go over a part of the game where this game probably could have been over pretty early. But it wasn't. I'm going to tell you why. A's lose to the Red Sox 6-3. to three. We continue with A's Clubhouse right here on the A's Radio Network. Now, the call-in number is 510-897-1322. It's also the text line. So, this makes it real easy, by the way. You know, over the years, you had two different numbers. Now, it's all one number. So, if you want to call in... 510-897-1322. And if you want to text in, and I see I don't see all the texts when we do a contest cuz there's just so many. But once we get into the show, the tickets have already been given out, so you don't don't need to respond about Hayes cast. But uh, I see your text during the show too and we will read some text. Let's go to Peggy from Oakland. Peggy, you were at the game tonight? Well, I'm just
1: Inching my way out of the parking lot as we speak, Chris. And got to tell you, another awesome showing by our Oakland Athletics. No, we didn't get the W tonight, but oh my gosh, these guys are fire. Loriano, are you kidding me with that two run shot? That was incredible. Incredible. I'm so excited for this team. And this is just starting.
2: Yeah, I mean it's, just, it's it's just the ninth game of the year. I mean, and I and I right. like how you bring up, Loriano Is Loriao is really starting to get national recognition? And you know, I mean, the way he's getting love on the MLB Network. And I told you, I was listening to a right. MLB, a very popular MLB podcast today, and they were they were talking about him. And when you have When you have people on the East Coast mentioning that he has the best arm in all of Major League Baseball, and that's just tonight was his 57th game, I think that speaks volumes.
1: Exactly. And you know what? We didn't get the W, but you know what? We shut them out last night and the night before. I was there for both those. And they're exciting. They're exciting. And tonight was exciting. And so, for everyone who's saying about our loss tonight, big deal. This is a fun team, and I am so excited. I got so many more games ahead of me. It's great. I'm how so many, ga- how, many ga-
2: how many games are you going to come to this year?
1: Um, I do 45 every year.
2: That's this strong.
1: Is, this is ninth, ninth year, half season, season ticket holders. We're loving the access. In fact, tonight was one of our access games. We didn't even have tickets tonight. Decided to come last minute and upgraded our seats using the little pass you know we're we're all in giles is doing good stuff and loving the ace cast are you kidding i've been listening to you all day
2: that's what i'm talking about i love that kind of dedication peggy
1: oh no love it Tony. you kidding me you're my boy i'm so excited i get to listen to you from morning till night oh it's great
2: yeah, we're going to be, as this thing rolls on, it's just going to be, what you wait, I I, uh, I, I taped a thing with Fossey today about the evolution of catching, and yeah. it's going to be part of the history segment. Uh, I believe it's airing tomorrow, as you're going to hear David Feldman, we're going to do the top, we're going to do top 10 uh, Oakland A's all time, and you're going to start hearing oh, our first edition is going to be top 10 third baseman in Oakland A's history.
1: Oh, look out. Oh,
2: that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to be out at the game. I'm going to be in the treehouse tomorrow, so
1: I'll see you then. i come by and say hello, Peggy. I'll be here. All right, Chris. You have fun tonight.
2: Safe travels.
1: All right,
2: bye. Yeah, so here's the deal. If you want to come by and say hi, you know, you a uh, fist pump, handshake, take a picture, whatever you want to do, I'm here in the treehouse for an hour before the game. I can't hang out in the treehouse because I got to go do my uh, third inning hit with Ken and Vince, uh, and then I have a sixth inning hit, and then I mosey back for the postgame show. So, but if you want to come by and say hello, I mean, the treehouse is the place to come. Have a come on, have a couple beers, hang out. I mean, it's a sports bar inside a stadium. Who would I mean? Who would have thunk it? And it's genius. And how about this? This is the thing that gets me. I can't. I'm unfortunately I can't partake, but I, I this I'm jealous. I I'm definitely jealous. It's like five dollar beers if you're an all access member, an A's access member, and I now that I'm an employee, I get A's access. But I mean I can't I can't do it. I got to work. But I was thinking five dollar beers. As a guy that's been going to baseball games and football games and NBA games and NHL games for a long, long time, I can't remember the last time I saw a $5 beer. A $5. That that wasn't some type of promotion on a certain. Oh, by the way, text line. Peggy, you're getting love. Peggy rules. Peggy's getting love on the text line. I can't remember. Is it like the 90s? Is it like the 90s, the last time we saw $5 beers at a game? I'm starting to think that. I, it was a long time ago because, I mean, I mean, every single time you'd go up and buy a beer, it was like 12 bucks, 14 bucks. You get a cocktail, it's like $16, $18. You got, oh, my God. the, the I'm going to get to the calls at 510-897-1322. It was either last year because, you know, I covered the Warriors, which I no longer do, Oh, I guess it's $4 Buds. Okay, $4 Buds here. Are you kidding me? Bud Light for 4 bucks? This is a great story. It was either last year or the year before at the NBA Finals. I'm walking by this Budweiser stand. They've got the plastic cup that's got the NBA Final logo on it with the Warriors. And they were charging $18. Commemorative cup. I'm looking at these people. You're waiting in line for a plastic cup of Budweiser for $18. Are you out of your mind? I could not believe that. I was like, and it was a tall cup, so it was more than 12 ounces. But I was like, dude, it's a Budweiser in a plastic cup for $18. There's no way I'm doing that. That's when you know, when you're spending that kind of money to go to a Warrior game, and you're spending that, you know you got too much money. When you don't care that it's 18 bucks because you just want the plastic cup. (laughs) That just always gets me. Let's go to Todd in Pleasant Hill. Todd, you are on A's Clubhouse Show. How's it going,
6: Tony? It is so nice to leave a baseball game and turn on the radio and just hear A's. I can't tell you how thankful I am to have just A's talk. It's great.
2: Yeah, they, I'm telling you, A's fans, and I know A's fans out there are for – I don't know if we need to spread the word. They still text other places and complain that they're not getting A's, and it's like, well, you want A's. That's why we created – the channel A's Cast. So you get A's, you get a pregame show. A full one hour pregame show. You get a you get the A's broadcast. You get the A's postgame show. And now with with A's Cast you get A's twenty four seven. If you want to hear A's, A's Cast is the station to go to.
6: Yeah, you guys are absolutely crushing it. Hey, I just wanted to uh respond to you know, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about the attendance. I know it's kind of beating a dead horse, but with A's access, it is so much easier. To, don't be the person who complains about it. Be the person who brings your friends. Because if you have any sort of plan where you have physical tickets, you can scan in your access pass, give two friends your tickets, and then for the same amount of money as you're paying for your plan already, you got four people in the game. And I mean, right there, if everyone does that, we double our attendance. So bring people to the ball game. It is so much fun, and, you know, let your friends see how much fun it is, and then they'll become access members, and then we don't have to have the attendance discussion. Um, But I I don't see why anyone who goes to even five games a season wouldn't solve for access immediately, because you make it up in the concessions alone.
2: Oh, A's access? I, I got people who come. In, I got people who come in and go. Yeah, I just came to have a couple beers and I'll be here for about five innings and then I'm gonna go home. I'll watch the rest on television. that's what a- A's access is. A's your way. It's 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 how it's it's how you want to do the games because not everybody can sit here for three plus hours and watch the game during the week. So I know people who will come by for a couple innings to check it out, come to the treehouse, grab a couple beers, and then they go home. I mean, that it, it allows you to come and go whenever you want. I mean, the best way to describe it, it's like a gym membership.
6: Yeah. Well, and you get your buddy passes with every single one of your physical tickets. Treat that as a buddy pass. You scan in your a's access card, give your friend a ticket. You got four people to go to the treehouse and watch the game.
2: It, 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 to me, it just seems like a no-brainer, right? Thank you very much, Todd. I appreciate. it. Let's go to Jared in San Jose. Jared, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show.
8: Honey, I just wanted to say this A's Access thing. I'm going. I've gone to five games already this year. I usually, I usually go to five games all season. This A's Access is wonderful. A's has become like a part of my daily life. It's been, it's been awesome, you know. And my buddy Dave and I, we go all the time. And a game like this where it's a tough loss, you know, we always say, all right, listen to townie on the way home. That's our therapy. That's how we'll get through it. In the next game tomorrow, maybe it'll be better.
2: Well, I appreciate that. And yeah, that's funny that uh, my, my late mother used to say that. She used to say, they need you more when they lose. Because my parents would always listen back in the day. Uh, they'd listen on the computer and they'd stream it and my mom would always say, hey, you're, you're actually better when they lose. They don't need you when they win. Winning's easy. Doing this show's yeah. easy when they're winning. It's uh, it's picking yeah. everybody up and uh, letting everybody know. We're, we're, we're going to be honest. We're going to talk about the game. If they struggle, we're going to talk about the struggles, but you know, that's the great thing about baseball is uh, you're back at it tomorrow, Jared, and it's a 12.30 start, and we're going to be on, I believe, at 11.45. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. If I don't, if I
8: don't... Knock off of work early just to go. I'll definitely be following it on the on the on the access, you know, and on online. Maybe listening to some uh, to the at bat, you know, play by play, and definitely hearing the wrap up
2: because and that's well, it. Well, if you're at work, if 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 you're at work, you can listen to the game on cast. Yeah,
8: yeah, that's what I'll do. But you know, when your mom had it right, because when they lose, that's when we need. When they win, I listen, you know. But when they lose, I'm like. Because you always got that positive outlook, but, you know, you'll talk about the profile errors. You know, you'll talk about Rodney and what's going on with that and maybe why it's partly his fault and maybe why it's not. And, you know, that helps us out because it's like it's not just blowing smoke. It's like the real story and, at the same time, how to be optimistic through it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to – thank you for the phone call, Jared, and the kind words. I mean, you got to be honest. is the big leagues. You know, these guys are getting paid. Everybody's getting paid. You know, you're paid to succeed and not everybody's going not everybody's going to succeed and that's what's so tough about this game but we have to be honest with ourselves when when things do not go well and that's just going to happen throughout a 162 game season there's going to be stinkers that's just a reality but you don't want to have a lot of stinkers and there's there you know there there's certain things that you just cannot do and one of the number one cuz as much as hitting home runs is great and everything you know, really, still the number one thing is run prevention. How do you prevent runs? And one of the things you do is you have to play defense. And this is not a pitching staff that is built with a bunch of uh, strikeout guys. Now you got a lot of you got a lot of pitchers that that that, and you got him going tomorrow. Is a guy that gets a lot of ground balls, is Brett Anderson. Well, if he's going to get a lot of ground balls, you need to play Stellar D behind him. All right, the A's lose to the Sox six to three. Coming up, we're going to hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. It's the A's Clubhouse Show here on the A's Radio Network. Bob Melvin talked to the press after the game, and this is what the skipper had to say.
8: The um, throw there by Profar, did just not have a handle on it. What did you see that happened?
5: I, I don't know. I, you know, I haven't talked to him. It's that's what it kind of looked like for him to. You know for it to get away like that so unfortunately that happened i'll tell you what a strata pitch good and for a guy that's a fly ball pitcher we've seen him when he needs to get a ground ball uh, yeah, he kind of knows what he's doing got a ground ball there obviously but he just got away from us
8: uh the ninth inning a couple of bad bounces yeah hit against the shift how how did that look to you unfold
5: as it unfolded yeah the hit against the shift that's just good hitting i mean that's that, that's what we want guys to do, too. But, you know, it's a ground ball to third. Chappie's right there. He's going to get him. Just unfortunately hits a base and ends up being two runs because, you know, Rodney really did make a good pitch. It was change up down, weak contact. Just ends up hitting the bag, unfortunately. it's the way it goes sometimes. What did you see on the play that the ball hit the profile and he kind of went
9: back in on it in ninth inning, I believe?
5: Yeah, I, I mean, whether it jumped up or took a hop or, you know, I, I don't know. Um, ball was hit hard. So I, I'm not really sure. I haven't looked at either of these plays on video yet. Profar's
8: having a little bit of a tough time at the plate, too. What are you seeing from
5: him there? Uh, you know, maybe pressing some. There, you know, early on, he was kind of a tough luck guy. was hitting some balls pretty hard and gets hit, his hit first time up today. He's going to hit. It's just, you know, it's when you're with a new team, you want to impress. Uh, I don't know that he's pressing. He never looks like he's pressing. You know, he's always in a good mood. And, and wants to play but uh you know just just not getting the results right now uh did you consider going to trinan in the ninth or w- was he available i wouldn't gonna lou and trinan were going to pitch tonight
2: now that's something that i think all of you need to understand is there are times and we don't know because bob's not going to tell us he's not going to say hey uh this guy's not pitching tonight because you know what happens? Then all the media gets on Twitter. Oh, he's not pitching tonight. He's not pitching tonight. Then people pick up like Susan S. You know, so many people in baseball follow Susan. You don't want to let, for the most part, the other team know. So there'll be people like, why didn't Trevi? Why is it Rodney? Why is it not? Well, there's certain nights Bob's only going to have certain guys. We don't know who that is. Because they're going to have all those – it's strategy. They're going to have all those guys go down and sit in the bullpen. And you're just going to have to wait till a guy gets up to see who's available. Because there's that matchup. Because, you know, Alex Cora is going to be looking up to see, okay, who's warming up. You know, there, there's strategy to this. So that's a thing so many times people call up and say, well, Chris, why didn't this guy pit? Well, he wasn't available. And we don't know what's going on. Who's not feeling good? Who's We don't know who's feeling great. We don't know who's feeling bad. And no one's going to tell you anything. That's just the way it is. Yeah, Estrada, by the way, you know who gave Estrada love today? Was Dennis Eckersley, the Hall of Famer, in the elevator. So it was Korak, Eckersley, and myself going down for dinner. And Eck gave Estrada love because he, he's been watching them for years with the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Eck gives you love? kind to of mean something well let's hear from Estrada coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse show you're listening to the A's Clubhouse show <laughs> Alex Jensen what's your segment called A's all night we're uh, making fun of the television right now we're making fun of a uh, certain fan base that is so delusional they, ha- they actually happen to be here in the Bay Area but uh, we're watching this show that they now have on after their games, and it's just
6: <laughs> it's, it's, its so ridiculous. It's unbelievable.
2: Marco Estrada went five and a third, gave up two hits, three runs, only two were earned, walked two, struck out three. Pretty good outing. Uh, and I, I know we want to say that's not great, but uh, modern-day baseball – you get six or close to six, it is what it is, right? So they've been on this run, and let's face it, if the defense helped him out, he would have got through the inning and he would have pitched six, and we'd all be going, hey, six innings again. Here is Marco after his start in the clubhouse.
7: Felt a little bit better. Um, felt like it was a little easier to make pitches, you know. It wasn't so locked up. Um, felt pretty good the last one out also, but... It's getting there, you know, um, starting to make better pitches, uh, left a few change-ups up, which I'm not too happy about, but everything's starting to feel a little bit better. You
8: get the ground ball. looks like you've gotten out of it doesn't
7: get Yeah, no, that, that, that's not frustrating. What was frustrating for me is I didn't pick my guy up. Um, I was upset about that, you know. Usually when stuff like that happens, I, <clears throat> I put it in my head, hey, let's pick him up, make better pitches. and. And get the next guy out and I didn't do it so that's what I was frustrated about you know i uh, not getting the next guy out
8: seems like you were mixing your pitches pretty well tonight and you know hitting your spots what do you think was kind of working best for you out there
7: yeah you know I mean it was calling a great game um, just trying to hit the glove as much as possible uh, you know if you hit your spots you're the, the odds of you being successful are going to be on in your favor for the most part um, like I said, honey was just calling a really good game, uh keeping the guy off guys off balance, uh, just mixing speeds elevating when we needed to, and he called it a really good game <clears throat> you. yeah, I'm just trying to make pitches um obviously this is a little more space out there and and the foul territory is a little bit bigger, but I mean, not trying to change anything. I've always been a fly ball pitcher. And, you know, once I realized that that's what I was, um, things kind of turned for me uh, for the better. So I I just got to stay with that same mentality and keep trying to make pitches.
2: That was a veteran move right there. Because you easily could just mention some frustration, but his problem was he didn't pick up Profar. That's a veteran move. That's what you do. That's what leaders do. That's what. Not only did you give everybody a robe, which is cool. If you haven't heard about that, Google it. It's pretty cool. But the fact that you're picking up, you're not blaming your guy. You understand as a pitcher, guys are going to make mistakes. It's my job then to go out and get the next guy. Problem was, the next guy was J.D. Martinez, and he walked. It was Devers who hit the ball to second base. The air happens. Martinez walks, and then here comes Ryan Buchter in to get Moreland. Fastball up. Moreland rips it down the line, and it's a double. And there you go. But that's the that that's the thing. It's like veteran pitchers. That's what you got to say. That's that's how you show the younger pitchers. That yeah yeah you frustrated by the air? Oh of course you are. You're like, I did my job. You can't say that after the game. You say, you know what, it was my job then to pick up my teammate and take care of him and protect him, and I didn't do my job. You deflect that. Yeah, You, you don't throw it on the other guy. That And that's what helps build chemistry inside the clubhouse. As much as people want to act like there's nothing about chemistry, Yeah, you're dealing with human beings. There's chemistry. There's no doubt about it. We're going to hear from Profar next. I haven't heard this. I have no idea what he said to the media after the game, but we'll all find out together right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And
0: the 3-2 pitch, and we'll see about Betts. He's not going. A ground ball to second. Profar throws high and throws the ball away. Nobody's at third base covering because Chapman had to back up the throw as it went over Simeon's head, and so Betts goes to third, and the Red Sox have runners at first and third.
2: Yeah, that wasn't good. Got to make the plays. You can't give outs. You especially can't give outs to the Boston Red Sox. This is a monster, and you you wake up the monster. That's not a good thing. Here's pro Profar in the clubhouse after the game.
9: Oh uh, Yeah, so um, I didn't I didn't have a, a good grip on that. Right uh, I think I, I had more time to to grab the ball good and, and make a good throw, and we turned a double play and. I think we, we would uh, have a good chance to to win the game. He he sort of hesitated and then kept going. Did it did it surprise you that he, when he was running, I think he was stealing the bag at first. He kind of hesitated. Did it surprise you that he wasn't closest to the bag and that kind of. I don't know. I, it, look- it was in front of me, so I had a I had a good view of it. I just didn't grab the ball well. I should have do a better job and, and turn that ball play and you
8: know
9: give us a chance to win. Uh, the play on the ninth with Swihart. Did you did just um, Oh, that sure that one. Battle? No, that one. It's it's a tough play. You know, hard hit. Just I think it's a do or die because you know it's either I get in front of it, it's gonna hit me, or I do that. So I I give my, myself a chance, but I, I didn't. It didn't hit the glove. Seems like you've been hitting the ball pretty hard, but maybe you're just into outs a lot. Is, you um, kind of feel good at the plate right now? So. Yeah. Um, I'd I, I say in the beginning I'll, I'll, I'll feel better. But, you know, it is what it is, and I need to keep working hard and, and turn the pitch quick to, to get back on track. Just a slow start, and it's baseball. And I know I got it. You know, I'm just gonna keep working. And I know I'm gonna get back on track. Yeah.
2: Well, there you go, owning up to it, and that's a good thing. We'll see what the lineup is gonna look like tomorrow. The one thing I do know: Brett Anderson, Eduardo Rodriguez, twelve thirty-seven. I believe I'm on at eleven forty-five. Is that correct? Yes, I am correct. A's. Total access at 1145, but you get A's all day long with A's cast. All day long. All night, in the morning, leading up to me at 1145. All right, that's going to do it for the A's clubhouse show. Athletics lose to the Boston Red Sox 6-3. to Tomorrow they go for three of four of the world champs. That would be very nice. And finishing off the homestand at six and two, we'll see you all tomorrow at 11:45, right here on the A's Radio Network. Have a great night, everybody. Hit well. Back is Upton at the
3: track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti.
4: A two-out, three-run blow.
1: Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's baseball.